Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentor, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentors, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Mankari. This is Mental Like Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing Amen. Is Amen past, present, or future? Future always. Amen was, is never past or present. Amen is always future. What do I mean by that? What Amen made, or the Amen beings, as I say, made their projection here on Earth, and they started life going forward when they projected from the upper dimensions the fourth dimension into the third dimension. That's when they started life going forward. Those creatures that were created, the humans that were created, they started life going forward. So everything after that was following them. So if I'm the leader of something, if I am first, then that means I am future and therefore forever. Y'all follow what I'm saying to y'all? I'm at the head of the race. I'm leading the pack. So I'm always constant. So everything behind me, whatever I leave behind, is for the people of the third dimension to pick up. And they're going to label it past or uh, um, uh, present. Because I'm already done, went through this. As soon as the ascension started with the almond race on earth, that was the future right there. Because they were going to lead everything going forward. They, their projection, everything they were doing was going to lead the people, places, possessions. Everything was going to come up. Everything was going to go forward. Everything was going to have alterations because of them. So there is no past for the honor. There is no, see, you can only say something's past and present when it is conceived through the mind of a human in the third dimensional realm. That's when things are past and present, okay, when it is perceived by the human. You see, because they have a past and a present, but they will never have a future. The humans have a past and a present. They will never have a future. We are in the present time of the humans, and the present time is the end time for the humans. I'll make myself clear. The present time that we are in now is the end time for the humans. There is no future for them. The only way there will be a future for the humans is if they mix their seed and become the gray race, which is what they're doing right now. Because in order for them to go into the future, they have to have our genetic material in them to move forward. And they're going to have that genetic material reissued into them through the so-called black woman, as I said, who was created, you know, the you know, offshoot of the bronze woman, the bright woman that came here, the clone. She's going to be or they will be the projection of those people going forward. You see, they will follow, I mean, I see the, say the reflection, I'm sorry, the reflection of those people going forward. That's what they will be. They will be the reflection of those people going forward. Okay? That's what that is. So, you know, sometimes, you know, it takes somebody to inspire you to bring up this topic. It took an idiot from a follower of mine to, you know, put me onto this topic of, you know, addressing this, just in case we got some more slow coats with us who think, you know, oh, I'm talking about some ancient Egyptian god. Amun is not a concept of the Egyptians. Amun is not an idea of the Egyptians. Amun was introduced to them by these things who came from the fourth dimension into the third dimension. Their descent into the third dimension 
is what brought the future forward. Started to move on the planet. When they started to move on the planet, that's when the future started moving forward. When they started to move on the planet, okay, whenever you are first in something, as long as you keep going, you are always going to be the future. That's why I said our people, the elect of our people, are the future. Those of you who decided to let the so-called white man rename you black people, see, once you allowed him to name you black people and African people and start defining you, because those definitions come from them, those ideas and concepts of you being black and African come from the so-called white man. Once you allowed him to do that, you locked yourself in past and present with him. Do y'all understand what I'm saying to y'all? Y'all understand what I'm saying to you. When you allowed him to call you black and African, you locked yourself or you let him lock you into past and present. See, when we were the Amun, that's when we were firmly put in the future. We were ahead of everybody. That's why the beast looks back at our ancient societies and go, damn, they were just really advanced for their time. And, you know, he talks about our ancient societies from Mesoamerica to ancient Egypt and all these other places. They were, and, they, and he, if he's telling you, if he's willing to admit how advanced on the in cam, on front of the um, camera, how advanced our people was, just imagine what he's what he not saying, what he's not showing you, what he got put in his museums with in the Vatican and areas in the Vatican, which is factual, where they have our, you know, our, 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 our um, sculptures and our architecture and things they took and put into the bottom of the Vatican. You see. Things they took out of Egypt, things they took from um, certain parts of Mesoamerica, things that the Catholic Church took that they have. So if they're not, they're hiding a whole history of our people as being the pioneers, the trailblazers of everything here on earth. This is what they're doing. Okay? This is what they're doing. You know? This is what they're doing. They are trying to cut us off from the future. You see? They're trying to cut us off from the future. Am I coming in clear? Am I, I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Is everybody hearing me clearly? Am I coming in clear? Okay. All right. As soon as this, and this is why they were so, you see, this is why they were so, Hell bent on giving our people their identities and titles. This is why they were so hell bent on that. Okay, you see, this is why they were so hell bent on giving our people names and titles and trying to define us. The reason why they did that is because they were trying to lock us in past and present with them. You see, like I said, they don't have a future. Past and present is their time. That's their origin. That's their space and time. The humans don't understand future. They do not understand future. They understand, They try to act like they understand future, but the only reason why they even can comprehend future is because of us, because of the things that we pioneered and trailblazed. Remember, when they was crawling around on all fours in the caves and the Caucasus Mountains and all over Europe and things like they're crawling around on all fours like animals, and this is factual. They said it themselves and showed themselves as the wild men of Europe and, and, um, and the people of the caves. When they were doing that, 
we were already in our higher society. We were up in these societies. We had our ancient societies and governments and things set up, and they were very, very advanced. So you think about this going for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. While they were crawling around on all fours in the caves in Europe with nothing, they didn't even know how to wash themselves. They was walking. They didn't have no run around naked. They know how to clean themselves. They know how to eat their food. We had all these societies going already. So if we were the trailblazers, which we are, of society and government, then that means everything behind us falls in line behind us. We we still here. So when people say, "Oh, it's Amun. Amun is an ancient god and whatnot," that was never. Now people never said that in the ancient world. They always really spoke of Amun as coming from the skies or from the stars or coming from you know, the heavens or what you call, or we basically said was the fourth dimension from the future. You see, this is how they always spoke of the Amun or Amun. And this is why they took the name of Amun and put the Amun up as a high deity because, again, that represented advanced beings from the fourth dimension. And they were trying to align themselves with those future beings, those futuristic beings. This is how the Amun will always explain, you know, or how we, the ancient ones, explain the Amun. Even when the description of the Anunnaki coming from the heavens or the skies, that's still futuristic. What what you, you of course there'll be future beings that are gonna come from the stars, they're gonna be more advanced than the people on the ground, right or wrong. So if those future beings are coming down from the skies, which is really again the fourth dimension, and they are more advanced than those are the future people, because everybody's gonna follow their lead. Everybody's going to follow what they're doing. And when the Amun came down here, when they projected here into the third dimension, everybody started following them. And this is where the concept of God came from, the idea came about. That came about in the minds of man, mankind in all actuality, the beast. This is why y'all think Amun is some ancient god or some nonsense like that. Because I told you before, you Egyptology people, you look at Amun through the eyes of Caucasians. You see Amun through the eyes of Caucasians. So even when I say Amun, the only thing y'all can think of, oh, he's talking about some ancient god from Egypt. There's no such thing as no ancient gods from Egypt. That's some nonsense the white man said because all he could understand is a concept of God and the devil, good and evil. That's all he understood. And he created good and evil in the image of man, thus calling them God and the devil. You see, the conflict that goes on in them, again, the beginning and the middle, the past and the present, the beginning and the middle. You see, your humans, they came at the beginning, you know, of man. Well, somewhat at the beginning of mankind. They came at the beginning of mankind in the third billionth year, or the third billionth year or the third dimension. That's when the time they started being created. They have a time frame, they have a beginning, and they have an ending called the middle. That see what you people don't understand is the ending is the present. The end is the present. Okay? The past is the beginning. So if the past is the beginning, then what's the ending? The ending can't be the future because the future is ongoing, yes or no. So if the future is ongoing, where's the ending? If you have a beginning, a past where you started your origin, then where's the ending at? The ending has to be the present. The ending is the present. Are we not in present times? And are we not seeing the decline of the human race? Are we not seeing it right in our present day time? 
So it's in this present day time, we're seeing the decline in the end of the human race as you know it, right? And they're being folded into something else. Then obviously we're seeing in present time the fall of the human race. See, they had their time in between past and present. They had their timeline between past and present, right, to come up to this point because the present represents a point. Remember I told you the future is separate from past and present. The future is separate. The future is separate. The future is first. Like I said, people, you know, we live our lives and we are living our lives supposedly going forward. We don't live our lives for the, for, we're, not, we're not supposed to be living our lives for now or for then. We ain't supposed to be living our lives for past or present. We don't do that. We move on. You see, this is the terminology of moving on. And if you notice with the so-called white man, he always wants to hawk on your past, right, talk about the past all the time, or he's into the present. He's always talking about the past. What is the biggest things that they dominate? They dominate history, the past. And today, the present, they all over the media and things like that. But rarely do you hear them talking about the future. Whenever they talk about the future, they concepts of the future are nothing but scaled-up versions of stuff in the present. That's all that future stuff is they show you. That's just conceptualized ideas. The so-called white man and the rest of the humans do not understand the future because the future is fourth-dimensional. They really don't. Look at even all the artwork and stuff they show you where they go, they so this is how the future is going to look, and the future is going to look like this and that and this and that. That's nothing but upscale versions of what you see right now. That's not that's that that does not denote what the future is going to be. You see, you see, they always again they constantly showing you in the past. They always showing you in the past. How were they showing you as slaves? Yes, showing you in bondage. You see. They show the beginning time of when they were dealing with you. They don't show you the time beyond them. You see, the time beyond them in which we had everything and existence going, that represents really the future. You see, we represented the future as soon as we hit the third dimensional realm. We represented the future. As soon as we hit the third dimensional realm, we were the future going forward. And everybody behind us was the past and present. We were dragging the past and present behind us. Because what does the white man always say when he looks at the, um, the things our people did? He always talks about how, uh, how advanced they are. He'll use words like they're advanced. You know, they're, they're really, you know, for, that, for this time period, they're really advanced. Because that was just a taste of the future that was shown in our architecture, shown in how we, you know, we're dealing with things of that time. Everything's futuristic. That's why everything we do, they'll always look at what our people did as advanced because it was advanced because anything that's first is advanced. It is the leader. It's the trailblazer. It is the future. Amen, as a race, not as a god, not as some god being, some deity in the sky that started with Egypt. Amen, as a race, we're always fourth dimensional. We're always futuristic. We're always other, uh, as they say, otherworldly. You have that term, otherworldly, of the next world. Fourth dimensional. That's all they're saying. It's not saying anything other than that. We were, we came here being almond, and 
we're going forward being honest, and we are continuing forward being honest. We didn't allow ourselves, by us receiving this transmission, we didn't allow ourselves to stay stuck up in the mindset of the beast as black people. See, I told you before, as long as you all remain black people, you will be destroyed with the beast. Because as he is coming to an end in the present time, so shall you be because you were created in his mind as black people. You were recreated in his image and after his likeness. Do y'all follow what I'm saying to y'all? The white man recreated our bronze people in their image and after their likeness. They made us black people, dirty, sullen, dumb, ignorant, people with no culture, no race, no nothing. That's what they started out being, dirty people, people with no culture, people with no identity, people of the caves, animals. They basically deflected and put their images on our people. That's what they did. And in doing that, they forever locked our people. Those of our people who are still here mentally. They've locked our people in the past and the present. You see, past has a beginning, and present is the ending. You see, past is the past is the beginning, and present is the ending. And see, this is all coming to an end. This is all coming to an end. The future is ongoing whether we hear or not, right? The future is ongoing. And see, the beast knows that your children, if they stay in tune, intact, in alignment, if they stay in within a body, they're going to be the future rulers of because our seed is still going. Their seed is being interrupted. That's why their whole seed has to change in order for them to move toward the future. But still in moving toward the future, they're going to be moved right back into the beginning. You see, because with the beginning of the gray race, that just represents another um, tier or another restart within the human race. So that means there's a beginning for them. See, there was no stop for our race. There was no stop for the almond race. From the time we projected down here to now to going forward, we still here. And we got almond name in our mouth again. As much as they tried to snatch almond name out of our mouth, snatch our way of life away from us, call us black people, tell us we, that we don't have no history, no past, no heritage, no nothing, fine. Where do we get it from now? Where do we get it from now? This, was this new Dimenkari just saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take almond and, and make it make almond, make almond a, a, a race of people. What made me say that? What made me say that? I'm not no study of Egyptology. I picked up little things here and there, little certain facts about but I'm not no study of Egyptology. What made me say that? This is beyond Egyptology and in, in, in ancient in ancient Kemet. This is beyond that. Amun is beyond that. Amun is beyond that. Then we discovered that the Olmecs were really called the Olmen. See, all this is beyond that. This is all beyond that. We are beyond that. We came into alignment in this day and time, and I'm the first one to say that Amun is a race, and we are the Amun race, not the human race. Who was saying that before me? And then when I explained it and broke it down, who made it make sense but me? I wasn't just pulling it out of my ass and just saying it just to be saying it, like a lot of stupid Negroes think. It came through me 
from our ascendants to us to link us back to our almond ascendants and the descendants to link us back because right now we represent the descendants because we're still here in the third dimension. We represent the descendants to link us forward, I should say, excuse me, not back, but to link us forward. That's why Amon had to come forward in this day and time, and I had to receive it as us being a race of Amon. Because I could have just easily said, oh, we're going to worship the God Amon, and we're going to be, you know, we're going to still be mentalists, and we're going to worship the God Amon, and we, you know, link ourselves, and that we, we all was, man, I could have did that. That would have been an easy thing to say. You know how many Egyptologists of this time, these so-called, well, these ancient comedic, so-called comedic people, how many of them people I would have had following me? I would have had a lot of them following me. But I wasn't interested in those people following me, and I wasn't saying that we had an almond race just to get those people. I don't care about those people. I care about the reality of who we are. We had to know from foundation, from the foundation down, the foundation, because our foundation is really up. We had to know from the foundation up, down, who we are, who we came here as. That's more important. Who did we project here as? In that projection is how we're going to know how how we're going to know that we're supposed to project forward because everything is forward. There's no back. There's no back. There is no standing still. There's only forward motion. That's it. And like I said, the humans, they only understand evolution because we started the evolutionary uh, line going here. We started it. You see, that's how they know evolution. They wouldn't. They wouldn't know evolution and the growth and the, them growing into what they grew into if it had not been for us. Our genetic material started the humans going forward. That's the only reason why they understand evolution. They wouldn't understand evolution any other kind of way. If it wasn't for us, they'd still be in the caves. They'd still be running around butt ass naked, covered in fur, biting fleas and ticks off their ass like they were doing in the caves up in the Caucasus Mountains. They would still be doing that. They are civilized because of us. We taught them how to live for tomorrow. Even though they don't understand tomorrow, we taught them how to look toward it. We taught them how to look forward to the future. They didn't even understand what future was. You see, we had to come from the future to teach the world what the future was, even though they act like they understand it. Because what does the white man always say? Where do you think he gets all these ideas from spaceships and aliens and stuff like that? Look on the walls in Egypt. All that stuff is there. The aliens, the graves, the uh, uh, spaceships, all that's there. They showed you on they show ancient aliens. Now, why would they use the term ancient aliens? Because if you, when you use the term alien, you're speaking about a futuristic being. An alien would be someone who's futuristic. I'm not talking about no illegal alien from another damn country, because those are not aliens. Those are immigrants. An alien would be someone who's totally a different species from a whole different other world. That's an alien. Humans are not can't, humans can't be aliens. Human beings cannot be aliens, but almond being can, because we project it from the fourth dimension. We're not from what they, where they're from, which is the third dimension. We are from the fourth dimension. We can be aliens, and in fact, we are to them. That's why they treat us like outcasts. Y'all still don't get it yet? They they see us as aliens, okay? 
they see us as aliens. They did something funny one time in a movie um, where they had this alien, right? The way it was this white man in the movie. I think it was um, James Conner. He was a he was a police officer, and he was a white racist dude, right? And he had a black partner, so-called black partner, and then his partner died or something happened to his partner. So then he ended up getting an alien as a partner, right? Y'all might know this movie. But the point they were trying to show you is in that is that the white man had to get used to the so-called black man who he really viewed as an alien to him. So then when his partner died, he got a real another alien from another place, another planet, who was on earth being a police officer. You follow what I'm saying? In other words, they put the black man and the alien, the space alien, in alignment with each other in the sight of the white man. He got a black man as a partner. He died, then he got an alien. They were trying to show you that they really, they did that in alignment, that way to show you that this is how they really look at us as a people, as a race of aliens. Our hair, our skin, everything is alien to them. That's all of these humans, the Caucasians, the Asians, the East Indians. We've been around them this long, and they still act like, treat us like we outcasts and aliens, because we are. Because we are. They are not what we are, and we are not what they are. We are a totally different species. You see? Does this not make sense? Because I tell you, it makes a hell of a lot of sense and the understanding of why they want your children today, why they want to make sure your children get jabbed up. You see, because I told you before, right now, your children are at a critical point. I told you we are coming into a space of evolution right now, and our genetic material is about to explode forward. Our genetic material is about to explode forward and into the fourth dimension, and you're going to start to see flashes in the sky, solar flashes, and you're going to wake up one day, might be an old man, might be an old woman, your children might be growing up and whatnot, and you're going to just start to see a, just a blueprint, something change, a ship just come right out of the blue, like a zap. And then you'll start to see your grand, your grandchildren, maybe your children, maybe even you at certain points, hovering, hovering, hovering off the ground. Start picking up that levitational lift again. See, all this is coming, and they know it's coming. They know it comes with the heat, with the solar projection. They know that a rising starts to take place, a raising starts to take place. And there cannot be one raising in one direction upward and outward without another raising of something downward. So something has to be pushed down in order for something to be built up on top of it. The current or the present has to be pushed down in order for the future to replace it. You see, this planet has not known the future since we have not been in charge of this planet. This planet has not known the future. But it's about to again. Let me take a call. 602, you're on the air. Oh, 602, you're going. All right. If you're trying to call back, you can call back in. But we introduced the future to this planet. By our very our very appearance here, we introduced the future. We introduced the future. We came here carrying the future, being connections to the future, being open receivers to the future. This is how we projected here. 
That's when we were mentally in alignment with the fourth dimension. Even though we were not there, we took a lot of the things that were stored in our memory and we started to uh, assemble the blueprint here in the third dimension, build up certain kingdoms, empires, governments, and all this stuff, all this fourth dimensional stuff. All this stuff comes from us. We didn't just start doing this off the top, you know, just, you know, oh, you know, we picked up. We came here doing that. We came here teaching our children to be rulers, raising our children up to be rulers, putting societies together. And this is where the humans get it from. They follow us. We don't follow them. We, they follow us. They follow us to where they are now. Now they know that the future is about to unveil itself again. And see, they're not a part of the future. They have to attach themselves to the future in some way, shape, or form. Because, as I said, the graves, they can live, you know, beneath us in the future, which will always be still in court in the past and the present. The graves can live beneath us in the future as past and present. But keep in mind, they will never be us. You see, they won't be us. We will regenerate a bloodline continuously. We're the first bloodline here. I don't care who diluted our blood, who, what humans mixed in with our blood. Our bloodline will always shoot forward and break away from everybody. You're seeing it right now. Our bloodline will always shoot forward and break away from everybody. I don't care how much the beast try to hold you in bondage rape you into having his children mix his seed with you because all that was meant to be punishment as I said for us not moving forward fast enough into the future we got caught in past and present with these humans and they made sure they cut us off from our heritage ask yourself a question why do they find it necessary to erase our history call us black people why did they find it necessary to erase our true heritage? Because our true heritage would have let us know where we were supposed to be heading. You see, our true heritage would have let us know that we were on the right path where we were supposed to be heading. So they couldn't have us being futuristic or forward. Again, you know this because when they let our people out of slavery, you notice when the white man let our people out of slavery, well, when he had us in slavery, Right, some of our people when they had us in slavery, what is the thing he said? They didn't want us to be able to read or write. We could not be literate or we'd be killed. Right? According to what they say, we could not be literate. We could not read and write. Because reading and writing denotes thinking. And they know once our people start thinking, then they ain't gonna they're gonna think past being a slave. Next thing you know, they're gonna start wanting to do for themselves. They're gonna start breaking past the barriers the beast trying to set for you. You're going to start breaking toward, breaking out of those barriers, and then the future is going to start going forward, and you're going to start outdoing them. That's why they had to burn down Black Wall Street and all that. Here it is. Our people built a trade, a trade and a system up right after slavery, not too long after slavery, built up and made something prosperous trading with Europe. They couldn't have that. That was the rise of the Mesoamerican um, empire they saw coming up in Black Wall Street. That's why they said we got to keep these niggas down. Because if we let them rise, if we get out of their way, they're going to outrun us. They're going to run over us, and they're going to be their futuristic selves, and they're going to outdo us, and they're going to make us obsolete. That's why they had to burn down Black Wall Street. That's why they said you could go to school, but you niggas can't have a law school and a medical school. 
you see, because law and medicine is, they know that's where our people were skilled at, law and medicine. Going back to ancient, going back to Mesoamerica, going back to ancient Egypt, that was the foundation of our society, law and medicine. Now I told you about the medicine men, knowing about the herbs and stuff like that. That was really curing people, not treating people, but curing people. Right? And we stayed being about the law. We had more laws than the humans had. In fact, the only reason the humans got laws is because of us. They wouldn't even have no damn laws if it wasn't for us. What law do an animal have? What law do they have? And I'm going to get on that too. You know, uh, why, why, when I talk about uh, next time on Mesoamerican Radio, why homosexuality wasn't openly um, practiced in early America. I'm going exp- to um, explain that. You see, because that had to do with us as well. You see, it wasn't openly practiced. They did it behind the behind the doors, behind you know. But in, in ancient society, like like um, Greece and Rome, they was just all open and out with. It. They didn't care, because in their mind, with nothing wrong with. It. it was wrong to us, and they started trying to pattern themselves after us. Because again, they're always going to pattern themselves or try or attempt to pattern themselves after the futuristic people. You see, they're going to always try and look to the most advanced people, and they're going to try and pattern themselves after the advanced people. And that's what they did. That's why they came into America. They became us. They took our culture and erased everything, attached other people to our cultures, told us we come from a whole another place in Africa, some obscure place in Africa we just come from. Or we, you, you got, now, now, let me get this straight. You got the ship records and the documents of where you took all these black people from, but you can't tell us from the documents where you took us from, what parts of Africa you took us from, but you got the slave ships and you got the records, but you can't tell us where in Africa you took us from. That don't even sound like it. It don't even ring true. It don't even ring true. You see, that I'm, I'm sorry, it just don't. Because, again, like I said, to have our past filled in, have the past, the blanks of the past filled in gives us clarity into what the future is. As long as you got people telling you you're black, pay attention. As long as you got people telling you you're black and that you're from someplace in Africa, that's basically, oh, y'all hidden and you just, we just going to tell you from anywhere. Because see, once you know where you came from, you know where you're going. And that means you're forward in alignment toward the future. That's what that means. You're forward in alignment toward the future. So they, you know, again, we didn't deal with no ancient gods. We didn't deal with no past deity. We didn't deal with all that. You see, we didn't deal with none of that. That's their idea of us. That's where they get their whole idea of angels and saints and God and sky and all that. That's all derived from us. Their watered-down version of us. Everything these humans do other than their homosexuality and their degeneracy, which a lot of you Negroes are following now, unfortunately. That's everything of any real standard comes from us. They hide all of these things from us. So this is why we have to be very, very diligent, and I made sure that I put my uh, focus not just on the Republican intellect, but on the Mesoamerican community because we have to have a place in which to jump from. We have to, in other words, 
we have to always have a past and present and future. So Amen is always future, but of course, Amen is in all places. Amen is in the past, Amen is in the present, and Amen is in the future, but make no mistake about it. Amen is always the future. Amen is always in motion toward the future. Why? Because we're still here. We're breathing. We're having children. We are living. So how is it that Amen gets played out? How is it that Amen is some ancient deity? We don't. We didn't do all that. We didn't do ancient gods in the sky and the devil underground. That's that white man nonsense. We didn't do that. When our people spoke about those Amen. They were speaking about actual people and a future world or a higher world, an extended world. That's what they were talking about. They were talking about real people. You see, that's what they were talking about. Notice even on that totem pole, they got that um, that sign they got past at the bottom, present in the middle, but the future is at the top. You see that? The future is always at the top. What does the top represent? The top represents the fourth dimension. Beyond this, the future is always forward, never backwards and never still. The future is always forward. So no, Amun is not some ancient deity. And if they say Amun came, if they Amun always existed, Amun always lived. And if they say that Amun was uh, uh, came from ancient Egypt, tell me what dynasty where. Tell me what dynasty and where, and who said Amun's name first, and where did Amun come from? Show me where where the origin is. Show me. I don't care. And even if you got to go get the white man, which you Negroes going to go do, and he going to lie and say, see, if he even bothered to do that. You know, he's not going to speak on it. But for those people who claim that Amun, oh, is some ancient god, and Amun, y'all still talking about Amun? Yeah, because we Amun, stupid. We Amun. That's why I'm still talking about Amun. Amen was always the foundation of mental act. You see, this is what you don't get. See, we ain't dancing around calling ourselves futuritarians and, and all this other nonsense and calling ourselves all these illustrious names. All we got to say is Amen. Amen as a race. Amen as a race. That says everything. That says futuristic. That says forward thinking. Amen. That's all we got to say. That's everything. That's the future. That was always my foundation. I never set my foundation up on no damn Egypt. You ain't see me putting up no onks and no uh uh tekin new signs and all this other stuff. You didn't see me doing that. You didn't see me doing none of that. You always saw me just putting almond out there and putting our people in the forefront. That's it. And you see me bringing the serpent up. And I'm gonna say this with the serpent: the serpent is not past or present. That's futuristic as well. Because I said the serpent is more than just, you know, reptilian. It represents more than just reptilian. It represents motion and movement of sound waves, right? When you see the reptilians or the serpents moving through the ground, and like I said, you see them moving and going and just going where they are, they carry current with them. They carry current. They carry electrical current. They're here for a reason, right? Their venom is medicine. Their venom is medicine. Their sting is electrically charged to where it can burn you. They are medication. 
right? And they have always been linked to us. The reptilians were projected here as well. So they are from the upper dimensions. So if they're from the upper dimensions as well, then they are eternal as well. They are eternal also because the animals are the found. The reptilians are the foundation of the animals, just like we as the almond race are the foundation of the human race. There could be no us without, there can be no them without us. The humans cannot live without us. They couldn't. Just like the animals could not live if the reptilians didn't come earlier, which they are genetically modified versions of. Because that's all the humans are of us. They're genetically modified versions of us, the almond race. That's where they get that whole idea of God created humans. God created mankind. Who do you think they're talking about? Who do you think they think they're talking about the God and the heavens created man on earth? Who do you think they're talking about? They're talking about us from the fourth dimension creating humans here in the third dimension. That's all they're trying to explain to you. That's a futuristic thing. That's not a concept or a construct. That is an actual reality because somebody's concept basically means their, their own idea of what they think something is. No. This is not a concept. This is a reality. This is a reality. And for those who this makes an impression with, and we know ourselves as those future beings, we know there is no such thing as a almond that is past. There's no such thing as a past almond. There's no such thing as a present almond. There's only almond in the future. You know what's going to be past and present? They're gods. They're Allah's. They're Jesus. All that's coming to an end. You see? See, all these things in the modern-day religion, everything that, come, that comes from the human will always have, a expir- have a, I say, an expiration date. Everything that they create has an expiration date. You see? The things we create, the things we leave behind, they stay behind forever. They still finding damn Olmec heads. They still finding statues and things like the whole civilization that are still up. The things that we bring forward exist forever. But the things the humans bring up, they have a beginning and a middle point, which is the end. And when their end comes, the future begins or it restarts. We restart the future. We restart the future. We are the restoration of the future, the reconstruction of the future. That's what we are. Amen has always been futuristic. When how how let's just say Amen is like God, like they say Amen is God, right? When does God get old? When does God get old? When does God get new? God is neither old nor new. God would always be next because God is first. And if God or the most high, the Lord of the names, they want to attach to Amen. If God, the creator, the Lord, whatever, they want to attach, Amen would be future because the future is always next. Next is a description of that which is constantly coming forward. You follow what I'm saying? That's what next is. It is the description of something that is constantly coming forward. So, therefore, there is no beginning to it and there is no ending. It is always coming forward, even if you don't see it, even if you don't detect it. It's always coming forward. 
you see. This energy of Amun has always been on the earth. As soon as, as they projected in here, it has always been here. The frequency of Amun has been low in us. That frequency has been low, but the Amun, the essence of Amun, the soul of Amun, has always been in our people. The beast tries to get you to lose your soul. He tries to take your soul from you. He tries to take your soul from you because he knows your soul is connected to Amun. That's why he wants you to sell your soul to him and become the image of him. See, when you sell your soul to the beast, you're giving over that which connects you to Amun. You're cutting off your soul of connection to Amun when you sell your soul to the devil, to the beast, to these humans. And they want you to start acting like them. And you know what that means? Once you got to start acting like them, you already know what you got to accept. And you already know what you got to do. I ain't even got to say it. He makes you do these things because he knows it's against our nature to do it. He knows it's against the nature of our people to do the things they got to do, but he makes you do it anyway because that's the point. Your nature is Amen. Who we are by nature is Amen. That's who we are by nature. Who he tries to make you is something that is unnatural. That's why he tries to lay with you, make sure see with you. They women throw themselves at you, all that, because they know that's not natural. To have children with you, to lay with you, to be up under you, they know that's not natural. But they try to go against nature all the time. They do it all the time because that's the way they. That's how they consider themselves spitting into the face of the future. See, because the white man, they don't like the future. They like how things are now. That's why they constantly make reference to the past and the present. They don't really like the future. The future is not too bright for them, and they know it. See, the future coming into alignment in the, in the next, see, that represents our people. The future has always represented our people. The sun represents the future. Why is that? Because when you know the sun is rising, does that not represent a new day or the next day, I should say? The next day is always coming, so we know the next day is always coming. We look forward to the next day, and that means that's the future coming. The sun brings in the future as a projection the next day. All right? Think on that. We'll be right back.
I want y'all to this again. Uh, you know, our people, they sit here and they don't think to themselves, you know, the humans, even in this country, they wouldn't be where they were if it's not, wasn't not for us. They wouldn't even be in the present if it wasn't for us. It took a, a, a charge of our futuristic energy to bring them into the present of where they are now. Because how did the white man come over here? He came over here as dirty, nasty, diseased, looking to escape his home in Europe, looking to escape his homes in Europe, which that's not even really his homes either. But he came over here dirty, filthy, nasty, right? And what did he do? He saw our people having lives, rich, full lives, trading here in the society, things like that, living well and eating well, doing, you know, building and doing all these things that we're doing. So he wanted to supplant us. He wanted to have what we had because we represented life going forward. They were coming from a place where they were dying. They were coming from places where they were dying. And don't let them sit up here and tell you about their past and how they was in their country. I hate when them people, all them people talk all that crap about how they was in their country before they came here. Then why did you come here if it was all good in your country? You Italians, you Irish, you French, you Germans, why did you come into America? Because we were here. We were here. We were here on these shores. You ain't going to come into a place where nothing's going on. What did they come here for? They didn't come here by mistake, I told you. And if it wasn't for us, them enslaving us, us working, doing the work, and creating a trade, going back and forth, creating trade, going back and forth, a, a Wall Street stocks and bonds and trading going forth, there would be no America. There would be no present-day America if it wasn't for us. Our future charge brought them forward into America where they walking around clean-shaven, wearing suits and and, and, and ties, and, and you know, our charge, our future charge brought them forward out of the caves, brought them into existence. Our mental charge brought them into existence. Our physical and future charge brought them forward to this time where they are now. Because, like I said, if it was not for us, there would be no them. They wouldn't be where they are now. So that's why I said we elevated these humans. We elevated them. And with our ascension, with our ascension, as we come forward into alignment with Amen, they will go down. The humans will go down. You see, they didn't want us figuring out who we were. That's why I told you they had to call us black people. They had to get us up under their control. They had to make sure they erased any bit or any piece of what we were. They had to make sure they erased it. They had to erase us from history, erase us from the past, erase us from our ancient societies and governments. Because, again, how the hell are you going to convince people who come from great societies that as the first people in society, real natives of this society, how the hell are you going to convince them to be slaves? How are you going to convince them to be slaves? And I told you before, they made sure they kidnapped our people here in the Americas. They kidnapped our people and brought us down into slave plantations and sex plantations as children, and they bred slaves. They bred the slave mentality. That was a total, total programming of abuse, humiliation, sexual perversion. All this was done to our people in order to bring them into alignment with slavery, violence, everything, to make them work, work for these beasts. Instead of what's supposed to be, the beast is supposed to be working for us, serving us. You see, 
That's how this came about. That's how this happened. Let me take a call. 813, you're on the air. 813. 813. Okay, nothing from 813. Call drop. But, yeah, they bore witness to the Amen, who they referred to as God. We are truly their gods. We are their gods. But y'all got it flipped in reverse where you're worshiping, worshiping them as gods. We are their lords. But you have made, instead of being the lords of these people, they have become your gods. And they did this by casting you in the image of bad or black. By see, again, when you are able to control what people call themselves, when you are able to control what people call themselves, when you are able to control how they move, things like that, what their identity is, when you erase their identity, you cut them off from the future. I told you all that was done, all that was done to our people to cut us off from the future. They know who our people are, and they cannot allow us to ascend. They know we're not stupid people. They know we're not ignorant people. Like I said, they cannot allow our people to ascend beyond them, so they're going to always have to create that nigga mentality in our people. I was supposed to do that, you know, broadcast. I'm going to do it, the um, hood rat and hood nigga mentality that the beast put in the so-called black race. That's going to do, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to get that off tomorrow. The hood mentality, the hood, the hood, the hood, um, the uh, hood, the hood, the hood chicken, hood nigga mentality. You see, see, that all that has to go because that's heavily and that's heavily ingrained within so-called minds of black people, and this is why they bring on shows like Love and Hip Hop, where they always want to and push these rappers and things like that because they want to push that hood nigga, hood, hood, that hood rat and hood nigga mentality out to our people our young generation, because they know that our young generation is the future. They they seen when our people come out of bondage and their children, the next generation, those were the ones who were doing great. They were doing, they were excelling in the society right after they came out of bondage. So what does the beast have to do? He has to put you back under a mental bondage. So in order for your children not to grow and be the forward future beings, they have to create an image of your children and feed it to them, force feed it to them, through shows like Love and Hip Hop, uh, 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 Basketball Wives, all this negative nigga nonsense, you know, uh, or, these, uh, or these these slew of damn nigga movies or the Tyler Perry Network where the nigga woman is just basically all out of control. She's a black female all out of control with her emotions. She out of her mind. This is what they want to feed you to become in the future. You see, a, a, a blind, deaf, and dumb nigga nigger, male or female, that just want to worship the image of Caucasians, want to put blonde wigs on your head, red wigs on your head, looking like them worshiping their image. Because I don't give a damn what you so-called black women say. When you put, when you perm your head, put a weave on your head, put a blonde wig on your head, you worshiping the image of them. And therefore, you are locking yourself within the past and present with them. This is why y'all don't have no damn future, man. This is why y'all don't have no future. This is why you lay up with all the wrong niggas, you let all the wrong niggas impregnate you because you think like a beast. A lot of you black females and males, you think like animals, man, just like these goddamn humans. You start acting like animals like them. 
laying up with anybody, having babies with anybody. We didn't do that. They did that. Then they want to try and flip it around on you and act like that's your behavior. No, that's their behavior. Bastard babies. That's their behavior. You see? You see? That's what that is. All right? You see? So you keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. That's our, that's not our behavior. They want to make our behavior whorish and sluttish. That's why they stick little Kim in front of your face. Foxy Brown, Nicki Minaj, Owen, Owen, Meg Thee Stallion. They keep issuing out a new black whore every five minutes so that you don't grow into the bronze women, the almond women that you're going to grow into in the future. They want to stop that. So they have to make sure they publicize these black females, these mentally dead black females for your daughters to follow. That's why and give your sons this animalistic music or this garbage that they call music to listen to. So all the soul gets drained out of them. So because it was a time when we knew what good soulful music is. Nowadays, you play some good soulful music from 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. These young little kids acting like, oh, what's that? It's called good music. It's called real music. They want to hear a damn trap beat, an 808 kick drum and a damn trap beat with some nigga talking some nonsense. That's what they want to listen to, a bunch of death, a bunch of death and destruction. The beast programming your children to be that for the future so that there is no future because, see, he knows the future is going to come through your children, so he has to destroy them. Mentally, he has to get – physically, you got to hit them with the jab. Mentally, you got to hit them with the hip-hop. That's the one-two punch, hip-hop and the jab. Hip-hop and the jab, that's the one-two That's the one-two punch. You see? They need your daughters to be in the image of little Kim and Foxy Brown and, and, and Meg Thee Stallion and Trina and all them nasty-ass black females, or at least act like that. They act like it. They need your, your, your daughters to be like that instead of being those race of women of almond who are coming up those race of our women. I'm going to use that term for now, our women. You see, they need them to, they need them to be that instead of that race of our women. You see, they need your sons to be a bunch of niggas instead of army. That's what they need. That's how, that's what, that's what holds the future back. They use your children to hold the future back. They use your children. That's why they had to feed dope and heroin into the damn uh, into the society in the '60s, because that was the time where the men were supposed to be going through a change and a shift, preparing for the '70s. But what the white man do? He made sure he flooded all your neighborhoods with heroin, so you black men get strung out on damn dope and you black women. Then when you was going through another change, what they do? The future was coming through our people. They in the '80s they flooded your neighborhoods with crack cocaine. You don't see that. You don't see that. Whenever there's an evolution about to take place, the beast floods your areas with poison to destroy your babies. They flood your areas with heroin, crack, cocaine, drugs, you see, alcohol, because they know a change is going to eventually come through the next generation because that's who we are. We are a race of evolutionary beings. I'm an always future. 
Amen is always coming forward. There is no end with Amen. There is no beginning with Amen. Amen is always next. I know I explained that so to have this clown come in here and act like, oh, you still dealing with Amen? You know, you still dealing with Amen? Yeah, you still stealing from me? Yeah, yeah, I'm still dealing with Amen the same way you and your your buddy Nick still stealing from me, copying from me. That that intel came through Amen, but you talking about, oh, were you still talking about Amen? Nigga, you just mad because you can't talk about Amen because then it'll be a blatant giveaway. You still listen, and that's Amen. The Amen is the reason why you still listen, but obviously you're not of Amen because so you could so you could never receive it, and that's why you on the outside looking in, hating, wishing you were of Amen, wishing you were of the future, but you are not. You are Nicholas Jackson. Y'all just two Negroes who are the reflections of my projection. That's all you are. The bad reflections of this projection, which is mentalette, and that is all by way of Amen. Amen is always future. If it wasn't for Amen, there would be no me. And if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for me, there'd be no you. You would be talking about nothing. That's all of Amen. I am the reflection, and or I should say, I am the projection of Amen here on Earth. We who are coming in alignment, who hear that name Amen and come together under that name Amen, those are the people who are of Amen. They ain't the one. You got the other black people sitting around saying, oh, man, what's Amen? Well, how come they don't hear it the same way you hear it? Because they're not of Amen. You're not going to hear something if your name is not called. You see? You're not going to hear something if your name is not called. You say, yo, nigga, come here. You about, about 100 of these niggas turn around. You say, hey, Amen, come over here. They ain't looking at you. You hear the word Amen, you're going to immediately perk up and look around and like, Amen, you familiar with that. You see, these black females, they ain't going to be like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Armin, come over. They ain't listening to you. You be like, hey, ho, come over here. What's up, ho? What's up, bitch? They answer to that. You see how they programmed? They're programmed to answer to the lower and the lesser, which is the beast. He gave them those names, nigga, bitch, ho, or he gave the so-called black race those names. And why I always attach it to so-called black people because that's where they want to be. They want to be in the gutter. They want to be in the garbage can with no name, no identity, no reality, no future. Black people want to be in the garbage. They want to be. And they want to someday in the back of their mind get picked up out of the trash by the so-called white men. But those, that's not going to ever happen. He needs you in the garbage behind him. He don't want you forward or thinking about the future. He don't want you thinking about the future ever. He wants you always locked in the past, locked in the past, or locked in the present. So you can receive what he he, he tells you to receive. You can believe what he tells you to believe. You see, that's why y'all can never outthink the beast. Right back.
the almond are always forward. The almond are always futuristic. The most high, the most continuous is first. Right? We all are projections of something greater. And that greater is almond. That greater is almond. Some of us are direct projections. Others are indirect projections. They are more indirect projections of Amun, or should I say reflections of Amun, than they are projections of Amun. See, these people who they can only hear bits and pieces of this message, you know, they they, they tune in for the Amun part, but they get, it gets lost in translation with them when I'm explaining it. We're really the Amun race here on earth being projected here, being raised here. It gets lost in translation with them so they'll be able to pick up bits and pieces because everybody's not a direct connection to Amun. Everybody's not a direct connection to the Amun race, the fourth dimensionals, the eighth dimensionals, the twelfth dimensional. Everybody's not a direct connection. Certain people are alternating connections, alternating, you know, uh, uh, reflections, you see. In other words, they pick up from us. They don't get the direct connection from Amun. They pick up from us. Much like them two idiot followers of mine, former followers of mine, they only picked up from me, but they could not get an ultra stand army. That's why they left. And you got a lot of people who do this. They copy, they take because they want to connect with me and not army. They want to connect with me and not army. You see, I'm only a part of army as the race. I'm only a part of the race. The head of the race, but the part of it. There are many parts to the race. A race is a collective body of people who are moving in a race place collectively. That's what being first, being being forward, being futuristic is. We are ahead of the race. We have always been ahead of the race. You see, we have always been ahead of the race. I'll say this, if our people were able to think of a future beyond the so-called white man, if all of our people really got together and we said we're going to live this way and be this way and we thinking of beyond the so-called white man in this society, then you would see our society, our world, come in faster. It's going to come in regardless, but you would see it coming a lot faster. You see, it's not coming in faster because, like I said, how has this happened? Our people want to worship the image of the beast and in worshiping the image of the beast, wanting to be like him, act like him, think of yourselves as black people, think of yourselves as Africans. That's all his philosophy. That is not something that came from on high. That's his philosophy. He made you blacks and Africans and erased all of your heritage. Because I guarantee you, had we went back, if we had to, even though we don't have to now, but if we were to go back, if we had that readily, Therefore, even though we can see the images and we can see what our people were in the past, you would see almond all over the place. Almond this, almond that, almond, almond, you would see all over the place. You see, you would see it all over the place. But they made sure they cut us away from almond because they know we would know that they would not be able to use or abuse us. They would not have the power to use or abuse us ever again. If we were collectively in alignment within the body of Amun, they would never, ever have the opportunity to use or abuse us again. 
See, that happened when we got out of our place, when we forgot who we were. We forgot who they were. See, that's why it was able to happen. We forgot. I told you, when they start letting these damn humans come over here, you know you had that 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 those Negroes, these, these Negroes over some of these Negroes was here. You know, we always have Coons and Uncle Toms and Sambos, even going back into the ancient world. You, we always had that con around. You're saying that want to welcome everybody into our home. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, we should go and greet these new people that's coming on the shore, these dirty, nasty animals coming onto the shore. We should greet them and help them. You see, you always had the welcome wagon of Coons, even back then. You see, who was looking to get with the damn humans and sell us out, and you still got them today. Coons are born. They're not made. Coons are born. You got generation bloodlines of coons who are not of honor. You got generations of coon-ass Negroes who are not of honor. That's why they do scumbag things like steal from your work, lie on your makeup things, come into your community and cause chaos and confusion and go out of the community to go serve the beast again. You know, it's generations of niggas like this who are not of honor, who don't want to see the ascension happen, who want to stay seeing the beast in charge. See, that's what they want. It's generations of these Negroes. While we're in the condition we're in, that's why I said we have to separate from them because they're what's holding us down. They're helping by us being on alignment with them, calling ourselves black and not being having a direction, not having a leader, not having a direction to go in. We're not moving forward. Like I said, but now we have that. We have it in me. We have it in this community. We have it in the republic to go forward. We don't need the goddamn black race. They can't help us. They can't help us. All they can do is hold us back. That's all the so-called black race can do is hold us back as a people. By us sitting up here aligning ourselves with them, I don't give a goddamn if it's your family members. I don't care if it's your mother and them, your father. And them. I don't give a damn if it's some of your black-ass children. Oh, well. It is what it is. They holding us back, man. They holding us back because they want to be in the image of the beast, man. They want to be little niggas and niggerettes. They want to be Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. They want to be liberated. See, that's the energy that's holding us down because how you think either gives you movement toward the – gives you forward motion or it's going to pull you back. The way you think either is going to move you forward or going to pull you back. And this message, this transmission came to pull us forward, man. This didn't come for no other reason other than to pull us forward. It didn't catapult me into the position I was in, born to be in this position, because it was meant to be. It was already written before it was even before we even saw it, it was written. And all we're doing right now is living that out, man. Everything we're going through now was already written, and we're just living it out. So please stop thinking that there's some choices. There's no goddamn choices, man. There's no goddamn choices. See, choices, the belief that we had choices is what got us in this predicament. There was only one way, and the one way was always Amen as a race. That was the only way. And so now we're in the last days and the next days where we got to be reminded of that, where we got to bring our people forward because the beast is coming down. He's coming down to you in theory knowing his time is short. Y'all better take that jab or else you can't go to school. You can't go to where you can't eat here. You you, you ain't going to, you know, he's going to say all that, all that. You see, he's going to say all that. 
He's going to push hard as he can to get rid of as many of you as many of you as he can. But you know what? The ones he get rid of, that's what he meant to get rid of. You see, he ain't doing no service in doing that. He's going to be who we're going to be regardless. And we're going to be who we're going to be regardless. You see, the future is always going to come forward. So that means we're always going to come forward. That means Amun is always going to be forward and in the front and in the future. Amun is not of the past. Amun did not start in the mouth of a man. Amun is not of the present because Amun wasn't picked up by me in this present to say, oh, I'm going to just go ahead with Amun. I could have went with any of the present-day gods if I wanted to go with a god. I could have went with any of the present-day gods. I would have been a lot more popular to go with the present-day gods. But I wasn't trying to go with no damn present-day gods. I was going with the true and living Lord and the race of lords. That's why I did that. I knew it would, I knew that it would be some black backlash when I said, oh, our people are the Amun race. And I know Amun is usually associated with ancient Egypt and things like that. I knew it would be backlash, but I didn't give a damn. I didn't give a damn. I'm going to give the reality of it no matter what. I don't care how it sounds. Care with no niggas thinking these damn devils things crackers thing. I don't care about what none of these people think. I got to give it to you as it really is. Who we really are. We in the time of revelation. This is not a game, man. Revelation is revealing what the future. And in this revelation, in this state of re- uh, revelation, they're revealing the name, the true name of the Lord's people, the people who are the Lords. The almond race has to be revealed. It's like pulling that black that black mask off of our face, man. And you know I mean that black mask off of our face so that we can truly see the illumination of who we are and who we are meant to be and become going forward forever. In the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, forward, future, forever. So let me go ahead and read this question for you. Is Amen past, present, or future? Amen is always the future. Even when Amen projected here as a race, we are the Amen race. When I said the 200 fallen Amen, or what they call Anunnaki, whatever, the fallen were the Amun race. They fell from the fourth dimension and into the third dimension, into the state of creation of these creatures that are here. And now they are under control and they're being held hostage by these creatures. They be, we've been being held hostage by these damn creatures in this third dimensional realm because we've been locked out of the fourth dimension. But we have always been first, the first, the forward, and the future beings. Ain't nobody before us, nobody. But the beast has managed to put you behind everybody else when he made you black. Did the idea or concept of Amish start with a man in the third dimension? No, it did not. No, it did not. I said that they spoke of in the ancient world, Amun is coming from the skies. That's what they spoke of Amun as when they spoke of Amun as a god if you want, a deity if you want, a lord, a most high if you want, but never of their world. Never of their time, never of their space. They spoke of someone coming from a greater space, a greater time. Even our ancient Mesoamerican people were speaking about the Amun race. You see? Right? Why do people think Amun is, is an ancient god? Because of Egypt. Because they would mention, make a met, uh, mention of Amun in Egypt. But the Pope and all of them in Vatican and all the people who are responsible today for Christianity, they know who Amun is. They know who the race of Amun is. They know. 
They already know who the almond race is. That's why they make sure as soon as they get their thing together and they go going up there to push Christianity, they run into the place usually where our people are. You see, they'll try to find where our people are and they'll try to um, make you into to follow their God, their false God, and replace almond with their false God. You see, because then that puts you in the past and present with them. So when they go down, you're going to go down with them. You so-called black people, you're going to go down with the beast, man. Those of you who followed him into the past and present, instead of coming out of this and coming into the future as Amun. Right? Uh, where does Amun come from? The fourth dimension, really the upper dimension. Amun doesn't start in the fourth dimension either. Amun starts in the 12th, 13th, and those are upper dimensions, man. Amun is multidimensional. Amun is going to be spoken of in the fourth dimension, into the eighth dimension, the twelfth dimension, because it will be sunk in that that's who we are as a race. We, and like I said, Amun is going to be uh, replaceable in our expression as humans. We're going to use Amun more, and just just use Amun in general. The hell with more in general, of course, as a species of who we are. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amun by the power of Amun and Amun we trust, and Amun we thank. And then I'm going to continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Kari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. We're going to have a good one. We're going to close out with. I'll do Todd Finger. I ain't heard her in a while. Good night.
is like a cultural phenomenon. Poets can provide the rhyme. Jewels like a diamond mine. Deep and drum tradition. The people listen. See rappers like CNN. It's just a street tradition. So they tell the best rappers, dumb down your lyrics. The more the power in your message, then your people won't hear it. The minimal thoughts, their ears never go near it. So the music shouldn't educate or elevate the spirit. So they shucking and cooning. They loving buffooning. It's such an illusion. And I don't find nothing amusing. Because it's deliberate to ensure the information's limited. Like back when education was illegal and prohibited. Even an idiot sees it's a modern day derivative. Same plan to keep the so-called nigga ignorant. It goes down like the sands in a glass. See the presence is a sequel to the hands of the past. For sure, like the little ball the door. Damn, I could have sworn I've seen this shit happen before. Same story, Yeah, my- 